Nothing says I hate myself more than waking up and watching this show. So get Rad TV now by heading to members.radradio.com. All right, a couple emails. Uh, first one is from uh, Tiffany. Hi, Tiffany. Now, the, uh, I'm going to try to, you know, just offer a lesson here without, without, I, I, but I have to be very uh, vague. Um, uh, so it's not going to make a lot of sense to you, but I, I'm always, I, first of all, I'm sure Tiffany meant, meant well by, by, by emailing me. I'm always fascinated that people jump to conclusions assuming that because you're like, look, uh, this is kind of, it's not specific to us on the radio, but like even in the office or whatever, because you're not sharing something that you know about somebody that means that you don't know it. Whereas <laughs> maybe you're keeping it private. Maybe you know they don't want it to be told to other people right. or broadcast in our you're, case. You're oh, well, gossiper. well, since Rob hasn't said anything, then he doesn't know this. Uh, yes, Tiffany, I'm very aware. Thank you so much for telling me. I'm not sure that you should have been told in the way that you were, but uh, yeah, I'm very involved in that. So thank you so much. It's just it's a fascinating thing for me. It's a human psychology thing for me where we go, well, since you haven't gossiped to me, you must not know. And then they tell you the thing and you're like, yeah, yeah I, I, I've been aware for, for quite a long time. I yeah. just handle it differently. Oh, God. And I, I, I hate I, I view this as dishonest and I hate it. And maybe I shouldn't view, view this as dishonest. But when someone tells me just literally do not say anything. And then someone tells you, and I got to act like I don't know because I can't tell that person, yes, that person already told me. You know, it just feels so mm. dishonest, but you're keeping that person's, right? Well, it depends like, on the situation. I mean, it, if the they, person does have the confirmed information and they're now but, in the loop. But the person that told you does not want you to say this is where you got the info. Oh. Yeah. Right. And so I you're mean, like, oh my God, I have to stay loyal to them, but now I have to stand. What do I you do? Gotta, you got to honor I, the, the various you commitments. You do, but now but, I'm sitting yeah. here like uh, trying not to act like I've heard it for the first time because that's dishonest. And not not to get into uh. a whole Seinfeld episode, but uh, it's it's still fascinating to me that people don't know. And maybe I don't know if it's generational. I don't care. It, it, shut up. I got a show planned. Um, but people that don't understand that it is it is an understood rule that if you tell us, if I tell Gary, Dawn's husband, Please don't share this with anyone. I know it's going to be told to Dawn. Right. That's just the rule. Yes. And, and and then Dawn yes. is going to honor her commitment to Gary, let alone me, of keeping her mouth shut. Yes, I don't, I don't yes. know why. So pe speaking yes. of, a, All of, that. Of, a, of psychology and stuff, uh, Todd wrote in about a comment I made because we we're talking about being married to a psychiatrist or a psychologist. And I pointed out, well, I'm married to a, a trained interrogator from, uh, from the Army. And Todd wrote in. It's very funny. It's always nice to... Uh, uh, have my wife complimented for anything, including her beauty, says, Rob, where do I sign up to get waterboarded by your beautiful wife, Christina? <laughs> I did not say anything about you waterboarding, sure dude. Yeah. That's on your sick mind. <laughs> I, I didn't say the word. You came up with that yourself. It was the ice bucket challenge. The, 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 the Department of Defense banned it in 2007. I have no idea what right. you're talking about. It's not happening. Best things in life are free. We're gonna help you pay some bills and fees with Rob's change. What I want with Rob's change. What I want with Rob's change. Make your best guess and estimate the calculation in Rob's jar of change with Rob's change. What I want with Rob's change. What I want with Rob's change. Caller 18 is Sasha. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Sasha, we are uh, uh, up to our 11th guess. As Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator, is writing the word uh, clues word. for the mega bucket. If you have somehow figured out what the hell she's talking about and how it translates into the correct answer, you will win that amount of money. What is your guess? $4,411.40. 
four thousand four hundred eleven dollars. And was it forty cents? Yes, four uh, zero. So stupid. I, I I heard four zero and I wrote down four four. So it's four thousand four hundred eleven dollars <laughs> and forty cents. You lose. Oh man. <laughs> Now I have instructions here from uh, from Michelle on clue number eleven. I have to make sure I pronounce a, a word very specifically, so that so that it, it helps you in, in your clue if if it somehow is is going to. Here we go. Okay. I'm Ennery the eighth. I am. I'm what? I'm Ennery the eighth. I am. Is clue number eleven. I'm Ennery the eighth. I am. It's oh, spelled Henry. Okay, mm-hmm. it's spelled Henry. I want you to have the full clue. Right. And I'm saying I'm Henry the eighth. I am Brandon. You know what she's? What she, don't say, but you know it. I, I definitely know, yeah. and I'm I'm singing it in my. Ah, head. very good. All right, we Terrible. uh, we will. <laughs> oh, and by the way, since it's an election year, you should start calling it a maga bucket, right? Isn't oh, that what no. it has to be a maga no. bucket? No, because then I'm <laughs> no, because then I'm I'm, I'm partisan. Hell no. <laughs> then. Then I'm a then I'm a, I'm a right wing wacko tiki torch conservative. Very true. No way, it's not a doing that. Bucket. Uh, we will play again on uh, at uh, nine thirty uh, this morning. We 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 fell down the the rabbit hole yesterday briefly. Why did we start talking about how true stories aren't true in the m- movies? Oh, you wanted to. Uh, oh yeah. How did that come up? Was there a movie that was nominated for an Oscar that was supposed to be true? There was something where I said, uh, you know, I, I I rolled my eyes or made a noise, and Don said, "You don't like true stories," and that got me off of my rant. I said, "Yeah, they're not." They're not true. Uh, and whatever it was, so we started picking at it. And, and, and as we were picking at a few of them, I, I, I saw uh, the, the life drain out of Kyle a few times yeah. as we pointed out of various movies that, that, that are not either not at all true or only a little bit true. Yeah, but I, I experienced the same thing Kyle did, mm-hmm. but, but a couple months prior to the conversation because I started listening to these mob podcasts of actual former mobsters or family of and investigators, all of that, whatever. And they're telling the, telling the stories of all the happenings around Casino, the movie, Goodfellas, all of them, right? And they're just like, yeah, well, you know, for entertainment purposes, but here's what really happened. Here's how the kill really went down. And I'm like, what? What? And those no. those type of movies, uh, Goodfellas, Casino, uh, Gladiator is another example. Those movies take a whole bunch of things that did happen over a course of many years with various people, and they turn them into a story with characters. They're the what what you see is not real. Didn't happen. It may have happened somewhere else. It's closer to real. It's clo- than some of the movies that are just blatantly made up. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous because I thought Goodfellas was like based on true events. I get like other people and yeah. everything uh, no, it, that happened, but that was the whole reason I, I really liked the movie. That's the reason I put up with three hours of it. My, and, oh wow, all of this really happened. Based on based on. In fact, I have the the definition here. So when you have based on events, the plot is based on an actual event. In other words, the event happened in real life. End of the end of stuff. The the the, the plot of Goodfellas happened. Absolutely. Everything else all made up. Yeah, th- those what's deaths worse, occurred. It's what, just how right. did they actually occur? What's worse is inspired <laughs> by. Inspired by means the storyline, the characters and everything about the story is fictional and it's loosely inspired by an actual event. And th- this is why and and the thing that bothers me of course is people. It's the the, 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 the those of you that go see these movies 
and then walk around saying, yeah, that really happened because you don't do any research, you don't understand. And 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 it's just it's an ignorant thing that I just I can't tolerate. See, I'm good with the inspired by because it's basically like every campfire story you've ever heard is embellished by maybe one event that happened and they spin it a little bit and they add more depth to it. So if it's a catalyst, if the characters themselves or the situation itself is a catalyst to tell a really cool story, I'm good with that. Hey, I'm good with all of it because I understand I'm not actually seeing what happened. This is a really cool interpretation of what could have happened. I, I just cannot stand people who then take it and go, wow, I can't believe that happened. Right, because it didn't. So the movie Stand By Me was originally a book, and then it was made yeah. a movie, and it was based on the author's experience as a child. Do you know if any of that is completely true or that, is that's, that's, fabricated? That's, that's autobiographical. I mean, that's his experience, and I don't know I don't know how much they changed from the book to the movie. What, the, the, things that are, the things that are nauseating to me are things that actually happened. Or things that were told that actually happened that didn't. Hey, I mean, even in real true to life, as you say, that's how he experienced it. So it was his reality. But I mean, how many times, especially parents, I would imagine, because I know I've experienced this as an aunt. I, 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 from the adult's perspective, know exactly how things went down in a certain time frame of our lives. And the kiddos now that are grown, totally different. And you're like, but no, no, no. But you try not to tell them because as a kid, that's how they absorbed it. That's how they took it in. And you're like, mm, right. yeah, actually, no, not. And, and again, experiential <laughs> things, I, I, I don't care because of that. We yeah. all experience. I yeah. mean, hello, yeah. has anyone ever been in a relationship? How is it that you heard what you heard when I heard what I heard? Because we experienced things. Yeah. I'm talking about there's a known actual event and then it's portrayed in a way that didn't happen, or we just make stuff up and people believe it happened. See, and I'm with Brandon on the inspired stuff. Awesome, because it could still be great, a great movie. I dislike when it's like, this is a true story, this is what happened, because I'm invested in like, whoa, like what Kyle said. Like there's something about like, wow, I am seeing what all happened. And then you find yeah. out it didn't. You're like, gosh, dang it. Or, or don't, don't promote it that way. You just refuse to... to <laughs> To accept the truth. Craig wrote in with this email, says, I wanted to share an amusing encounter I had a few years ago regarding uh, people who take movies labeled as based on true events a bit too literally. During a conversation with a co-worker, she enthusiastically recounted the movie Flight starring Denzel Washington. Right? Oh, Remember that yeah. one? Okay. Okay. Brandon, did you see yes. Flight? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Kyle, did I you? did not see okay. it. Uh, she was talking to a customer and was insisting it was a true story. Despite my attempt to correct her, she confidently maintained her belief, dismissing my clarification and persisting in presenting every detail of the movie as fact. Yes, so Flight is based on true events. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a wonderful example of how out there they go. And, and, and this coworker would be the person I would want to choke. It's like, oh. you, you can't be serious. You don't really. Be. So the movie Flight was inspired by the real-life Alaska Airlines Flight 261. The plane malfunctioned and inverted for a short time, meaning it went upside down. And oh. there's, a, there's a famous scene in the movie Flight where Denzel's the pilot, and he turns that plane upside down, and he lands it in a field, <laughs> crashes it in a field. Okay. Outstanding scene. Yeah, yeah. In real life, Flight 261 did turn upside down. End. End of anything in that movie that had to do with Flight 261. Oh. Robert Zemeckis, the director, and the creative team be be behind Flight changed everything from the true Alaska Airline Flight 261 story. First of all, Denzel's character never existed. <laughs> Whip Whitaker, he was created. He's not based on a real person. Oh, man. On Flight 261, 
no one, the pilot, the co-pilot, had ever been suspected of being intoxicated while flying or anything. Denzel's character has a drinking problem and a drug problem throughout the whole movie. <laughs> None of that had anything to do with the actual Flight 261 pilot. Well, I can see why they changed it up so they can make it interesting. <laughs> right. But, and, and, this is, and this is what they did, right? They took a plane that turned upside down for a, for a minute and turned it into this movie that this bitch, the, uh, Craig's co-worker, no. believes actually happened. She's a bitch. <laughs> Well, she's a dumb bitch, if anything. Oh, my Lord. Now, this is my favorite part. The biggest change between Flight 261, which inspired the movie Flight, and the plot of Flight is that in Flight, as I mentioned, Denzel turns the plane upside down and he crash lands into a field and only six people are killed. So it's a kind of a heroic, oh, my God, he did that. All right. And and that, you heard me, took place on land. Okay. Flight 261... Inverted over the Pacific Ocean. Oh, no, thank you. And then crashed into the Pacific Ocean oh. on January 31st, 2000. Now, I remember in flight, six people are killed. Everybody died on flight 261. Oh, my. Oh. So, there is no connection between the event and the movie other than the plane was upside down for a few minutes or a few seconds, what rather. Awful, that would have been an awful movie. I don't care that it would have been an awful movie. And very short. My point is... <laughs> <laughs> this dumbass, because it's inspired by a true event, yeah. a plane flying upside down, she believes, and instead, everybody died. There was nothing heroic. Ugh, it's, that's how off they are with this stuff. So I feel bad for people who take the movies literally and, and believe that every scene happened the way it did in real life, because I find the actual stories to be more more interesting that how and how they took it to make another movie out of it. Uh, we got yeah. this email. We covered this yesterday. Sorry, Laura. Eh. She says, this is why if you want to watch a true story, you watch documentaries. Those things are fake, too, now. Or they have a bias. They yeah. have a point of view. I, 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 come on. You got to do your research. You, there are You can watch multiple documentaries to, 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 uh, about the same thing, and they're totally different. Same subject. And you get a totally different viewpoint of what happened because we are all incapable now of not injecting are our, our bias. Uh, here's a few more movies that, that I picked out uh, since we talked about flight. Uh, the uh, Remember Sully? The real-life uh, story of uh, Sully safely landing in the Hudson River? Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. yes. Okay. Literally, everything about the Sully movie, aside from the plane landing, 100% fiction. Everything about it. I never saw it. Director so. Clint Eastwood needed a villain to make the movie wow. work, so he he comes up with this evil traffic board who desperately wants to <laughs> nail Sully for negligence. They claim he might have been drunk. They claim oh, that they had a flight simulator that said you could have made it back to the airport. None of that ever happened. The entire movie, back to Dawn's point, would have been the quickest movie ever. Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! We're all we're all afraid. Okay, we landed in the ocean. Okay, and now the the movie ends with a bunch of uh, water rescues. I'm curious to know what the actual Sully thought about this. Like, obviously, I had to sign off on it because it's him but i wonder if he was just like yeah cool just do do whatever you want but then he'll be uh, presented well, with people on the street and they'll ask him about all of these things that never really happened to d- him depending on I, depending on how the deal worked because i don't remember it's been many years now you know he he may or may not have gotten paid for the use of his likeness and a part of that deal is that you say uh it's a great movie uh, and you just you never say whether it really happened or not. Lexington Private. That's the problem. Once you get the people, bro- it takes years sometimes, right? Or t- somebody who wasn't involved in the movie to come out and say that is that totally did not happen. Or actually, that's pretty that's pretty spot on. To piggyback on something Brandon said a few minutes ago, I have watched where I, I was talking about yesterday, where they'll show the recreate. They'll do the drama. They'll recreate a movie of a real event, and then afterwards they'll do this a lot. I don't know if they still do actually on Lifetime. 
they'll just show the events, the officers involved, the detectives involved, forensics involved, all the people involved. And sometimes I'll watch that and go, this was way more interesting than the gosh damn it. Why did you leave these parts out? These are amazing. What's your problem? And then, of course, the opposite happens where then you see the real stuff and you're like, dear God, now I know why they had to add stuff. (laughs) So what's the point of telling people it's based on true events that they're just going to change everything about it? For example, the... The, the flight movie. Like, apparently, it, it landed in the ocean, but in the movie, it ended it landing into a field. Why can't you just say it was a movie made up? Because like, uh, I, will tell, I will answer the question. There's a historical uh, 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 goalpost that answers that question, and it's all psychological. It's all marketing. And like the answer to every question, Kyle Money. You want to get as many people to go to see the movie. The original version of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in 1974, oh. which remains one of the most iconic horror films Shh. of all time. Disturbing! Do, it was marketed as based on a true story marketing. It, it, it's, it's inspired by a real-life murderer named Ed Gein. But it's a complete work of fiction. Ed Gein was known for he robbed a bunch of graves. He had a bunch of bones. I mean, he's a creep. Yeah. He murdered two people we know of, but he shot one of them. I forget all the, the actual details. The deliberate lie told by Hollywood in 1974 that it was based on a true story, was meant to attract movie viewers, as well as comment on the political climate at the time when many Americans were feeling lied to by the federal government in response to Watergate, the Vietnam War. There's a whole bunch of psychological reasons why they did it, and it worked. And then Hollywood went, see, people want to see things that they think really happened. They don't want they, – they, they assume – if, if we don't tell them it happened, they assume it's made up. Well, we, they want it to actually have happened. And so that's why they and that's why they continue to do it. It draws us in. You, you see a movie, uh, like look, one you mentioned yesterday, Kyle. You see a, a, a preview for Catch Me If You Can, mm-hmm. and and you think it's just an all it's a fun Playboy all made up movie. A lot of people go, oh, okay, that that looks kind of stupid. When you say it's real, you go, whoa, that guy yeah. really lived like that. That's what I thought. No, <laughs> Catch Me If You Can <laughs> is described as essentially fraudulent. The, the real-life con man, Frank Abagnale Jr., made up almost everything about himself that Leonardo DiCaprio's character portrays in the film. Even Tom Hanks' FBI agent character was made up. The film remains highly entertaining, but it is described as the most one of the most inaccurate, oh. based-on-a-true-story movies ever made. Me? So it's a movie made on this guy's things that he made up about himself. And yet they, re- and they <laughs> still they portrayed it. Like it was, right. yeah, he exactly. said, oh, I did this, 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 and this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, he didn't. <laughs> This, this would be like turning a child's fantasy into a movie but claiming it actually happened. Oh, See, I think that's man. I think it's cool. He basically wrote the movie himself. Right. And so that's what's great about movies is you can bring yeah. these ideas to life because how cool would it be if he actually did those things and you see that play out Right, but the, the problem screen. is Kyle thinks it did play out. Yeah. They don't present it as this is my work of fiction. That's the problem. But see, I don't think Kyle now will think that, right? At least he's not, like, now he's no, like, okay, again, damn it. it well, this isn't about curing <laughs> Kyle. This is about the the the, 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 the the society of lies and easy beliefs that we live in. Yeah. See, I think that the, they're out with all of this to not necessarily mean that it's a lie is that it's based on. And I think that is their way of, of saying, okay, well, it, this isn't the entire story. This isn't shot for shot. We didn't do this as a documentary. This is based on a story. Again, Hollywood is not the villain here. We are. The, they, they, you, they do say stuff like that. But we walk around like this dumb guy's coworker saying it, a flight actually happened. Frank Abengale Jr. actually lived like that. No, no, none of that. Well, it's not fair because I grew up. I watched that movie when I was younger. And I was a little more mischievous then. And I watched it and I'm going, 
oh, I do like half this crap. I, I fool my <laughs> teachers all the time. You feel and, validated. Fact, yeah, yeah. Basically, I was like, oh, you can make a living and get tons of money and get, get all these checks scammed. Like, that sounds great. This guy's my hero. <laughs> Pretty much. And all he ends up going to jail and then he's hired by the FBI, but whatever. The first part of the movie, absolutely. Right, great. It's, it's a highly oh entertaining gosh, piece great. of fiction. That's yeah. what Catch Me If You Can. A few others that are, are really widely uh, known, and they're widely known, they were fairly popular. And, and people actually believe they happened, and none of them happened. Uh, from the day I saw it, Argo, the 2012 Ben Affleck movie the, about uh, the CIA team and the Iranian hostages, that whole thing is made up. Uh, Braveheart, that Braveheart isn't even like Gladiator. Gladiator, as I said, was a bunch of things that really did happen that we know of in the Roman Empire over the course of a century, and they put it together and they created a Caesar and a evil uh, a son and, and a war, a Gladiator. Uh, but Braveheart, the, the whole rebellion is almost entirely uh, fictional. The Leonardo DiCaprio film, The Revenant, where he fights the bear. Oh, oh yeah, that yeah. movie is so good. The only thing about it that's real is that that character, explorer Hugh Glass, did actually get abandoned by its group of travelers. Nothing else happened. The bear scene. Oh, oh, man. Why can't the bear one be real? Uh, I remember I loved uh, Ruin This for uh, Dawn years ago. Will Smith's The Pursuit of Happiness. I love that yeah. movie! Totally off. Uh, it, it, in fact, the real story is much darker. There's a scene in that movie where he, uh, the character spends a night in jail because of unpaid parking tickets. No, he beat the crap out of his wife. Oh, um, oh, jeez. Uh, the, 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 the whole Pursuit of Happiness movie is Okay, is well, bogus. if you go Yikes. into it realizing that it's just an inspirational movie, then that's what it can be. Yes, And not based sure. on true life. Uh, and, of course, <laughs> another one of my favorites uh, 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 for, for Dawn and others is that is is, is literally... One of the most dishonest movies ever, Rudy, the uh, ah, Rudy, the Rudy, classic tale of Rudy. the Notre Dame football player, uh, which depicts his roommates, or his teammates rather, protesting their head coach in order for Rudy to suit up and play in an actual football I love game. That movie. And then the scene where they're chanting Rudy like Dawn was just doing. None of that. None of what I just said ever happened. What happened in the movie? Did he get the tackle? Joe Montana. No. No, Joe Montana, who, went, who was at Notre Dame at the time, has come out and said that, that none, none. He was asked, like, how much of the movie is really said there was a guy named Rudy. That's the end. Well, guess what? It can still make you feel good, even though it's right. not real. Just right. And that's the important thing. is Because, unfortunately, what people do is they go, oh, see, things like this really do happen. No. No, they really didn't. So, and that's that's the that's the thing. I mean, you could you can inspire to things, and you can believe, but yes, but don't walk around saying that it happened. Rudy, Eventually, Rudy, great, Rudy, and you do that, and some guy like me in the room's gonna be like, you know, that never happened, right? And, and I'm gonna go, Rudy, Rudy. I mean, Rudy. if you're incapable of having the conversation, that's fine. I would hope you go, yeah, I know it didn't, but I'd like to think it could. Yeah, it's fun. Right. Just chant it. But that's Rudy. not what people say. I don't know what's fun about chanting the name of a person I don't know, but okay. Uh, let's get to Master Movies right now. We got a pair of tickets to see Jerry Seinfeld at the Reno Event Center on Saturday, April 27th. Uh, We're going to give you a movie clip and uh, a hint, and you tell us the title of the movie it's from, and you win. Call our 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20. And if nobody knows the movie, <laughs> there's droplets everywhere and no winner. We need a winner. 888-989-9811 for Master of Movies. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show.